Well, all right, folks, as promised, we have with us uh, none other than uh, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. And uh, many of you will be familiar with uh, his book, The Harbinger, and his latest book, The Paradigm. Uh, Folks, this is going to knock your socks off, and uh, particularly uh, my audience, uh, the Christian conservative constitutional audience. uh, You guys are going to love it. And uh, uh, Rabbi Khan, thank you so much, sir. And uh, you've you've just really, really done the Lord's work with the uh, publication of not only the uh, the Harbinger, but but this book as well. Well, thank you. Uh, It's a Blessing to be on with you, and uh, you know, I look forward to opening up. And I'm also really glad that you know, sometimes I do programs where you know, not always the host doesn't isn't always able to read it. So I'm really glad you're you're <laughs> someone who knows. So I'm going to be very blessed to to, uh, to go through the paradigm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's just uh, and you and another thing too, sir. You you write with fearlessness because the. Um, the, the the characters in the modern America that parallel to the uh, the the Old Testament uh, Ahab Jezebel etc. Uh, you know in 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 our day they they primarily line up and as you write you're not picking a side and you're not picking on Democrats or trying to extol Republicans you're just calling it like you see it and that type of Courage. I don't know why it's lacking, but in modern America, it's very lacking. Well, I think we have to be strong, you know, because if the if the light, if we are the lights of the world, and if we do not speak, then the darkness rules, you know. And you know, the paradigm is uh, it has to be the most explosive book I've written, as as you know, yes. because it goes through things. In it, but it's not. A, but you know, I put up the beginning. It's not about the people. The people right. are are signs for us. But you know, we got to pray for everybody. We got no enemies. We we pray for everybody, but we have to deal with the issues. So right, right. And I just wanted to, yeah, I wanted to put that out there because you you put that yeah. out there in the book that you're not picking on folks and. You know, no. and uh, now sometimes I do pick on folks, but since you don't, I, I wanted to extend that courtesy uh, for you to be able to say that. And uh, but you know, um, many of us, uh, like I said, my audience is primarily a Christian audience, so many of us are going to be familiar with a lot of these characters. I know I was familiar in a sort of an indirect way. Uh, you know, Ahab, Jezebel, Elijah, Elisha. But um, and of course, we're all familiar with uh, what the uh, the Clinton dynasty got started in America. And uh, we are very uh, many of us are very saddened to see the level that it's gone to. But if if you I'm going to just let you run with the 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 comparisons and the the years, the, the, the precision, it's just it's literally overwhelming the number of very, very precise comparisons that are drawn between reading Scripture about Ahab and Jezebel and looking at the actual lives of Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton. Yeah, well, the, yeah, the, it, it's amazing because God is amazing, you know, and God is in charge. You know, um, you know, this is the, the first book I did was, you know, for those who don't know, it's called The Harbinger, and that also the, it's it what it's what it's saying is that what we are living right now, we're actually replaying uh, what is in the Bible, and because God is over everything, you know, and and so I was as amazed as anybody, you know, I mean, you know when, when I when this came to me, and it kind of came to me the same way The Harbinger did, it came like a download, um, the paradigm, it just started unfolding and got deeper and deeper and deeper, um, and some things like what you're talking about, that it even goes as precise to the dates, you know, some of the things just just would come into my head, and I would then go to, I didn't even know it was it was the case, and I'd go to the, the internet, and there it was, because this is ultimately the thing, God is in charge, and, yes. and it's not out of control. And so, to set the stage, you know, the, the paradigm, I would say it this way, imagine, for those who listening, imagine if there was an ancient blueprint that that they discovered that contains uh, everything that lies behind what we are ha- we are going through right now um current events that that what we are living what we have seen for our lifetime what's going on in the world what's going on on the national stage has all is all there 
and this this blueprint from the Bible from from over two and a half thousand years ago not only reveals what we are going through and what's happening or the events of our time, but actually, as you said, actually reveals the, when they are going to happen. Yeah, you know, in some with cases, precision. Yeah. Yeah, some cases it, it 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 will give the year. Some cases will be the the week. Some cases will be the it gives the day when these things happen, and some cases even down to the minute. And yeah, so, the hour so, and the minute. I that now that blew my mind, sir. The the hour, yeah. the minute, the day, and another thing that it gives, it gives the temperament. And I and, yes. you, and you 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 listeners out there, I want you to remember this: the temperament of Bill Clinton matches to the temperament of uh, Ahab. And the, the temperament of uh, Hillary Clinton matches the temperament of uh, Jezebel. And even when we get to the end, when we're dealing with uh, President Trump, uh, and even uh, Obama and, and Osama bin Laden and <laughs> Ben Haydad, yes. the, the temperament of these people, it's, it's, it, it's, it's fascinating. Even in some cases, how they died and where they died. It is fascinating. I'm yeah. talking too much. I, I got to just throw no, a lot no, of this on you. No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. I'm a, can you tell I'm excited? <laughs> no, no, it's good. You know, uh, yeah, it's, it's exactly. I mean, you said, yeah, it's the, it's the temperament of, well, that, well, that's in the part of the paradigm that, that it, it, it reveals the leaders of our time. Um, and it even gives, I mean, I mean, their actions that, that each one of them or each one of these are, are following this, these ancient prototype leader, each one of them. And I'm not saying, and it's not that they realize what they're doing. It's not that they know it, but they're doing it. And the, the paradigm even gives how long they will each have on the national stage. So, I mean, I mean, imagine, you know, we have this, you know, and this is from, this is from the Bible yes. and it could even tell us a blueprint that could even tell us uh, the outcome of national elections before they happen. And what happens if we, we can open this up and it, it, does it give a warning? Does it tell it, give us keys about what we need to know for the days to come? Well, that, that is the paradigm. And I will say this, and, and you know it because you read it, or yes. you're, you're reading it, but it'll sound, this will sound crazy, but the thing is that if you had, or anyone listening, if they had known, if you had known the paradigm the years before, you could have actually put down in your calendar, on your scheduler, you could have put down the key events of our lifetime down to the, to the as we said, the day, the hour, the minute, years before it took place. And, yeah. and this is not just, I mean, it sounds crazy, but people are going to see it. So, yeah. yeah that, well, give that them an example an of, like, say, for example, how long, uh, well, actually, let's let's start with yes. where the, the type of society that... Uh, yes. King Ahab had and the type of the type of right. the area of the nation where Bill Clinton came from versus the type of yes. society that Jezebel came from and when they when the two got married and why they got married and and how that happened. Yeah. Well, the 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 setting of the culture and where we're at is that you know you're de- we're dealing with ancient Israel to start with, and ancient Israel is a nation that has known God. It's been founded on the Word of God, but it's been falling away from God, and it's been it, you know th- this is a nation that that originally had the Word, had the Law of God, all these things, mm-hmm. but in its prosperity, starts falling away from God, starts calling evil good and good evil, starts driving God out of the culture, starts uh, promoting sexual immorality, um, starts, they start worshiping the God who's called Baal, or we know him as Baal, mm-hmm. and that's the God of prosperity, it's the God of sexual immorality, I mean, even, even in his worship, you, you, have, you have sex become something that's taken out of marriage and it's put on the, on the public stage, the, sec, the culture become sexualized. You have them offering up their children on the altars of Baal. So they're all doing all those things. Right. Well, that's, that America is the nation that also that was founded on the Word of God, mm-hmm. founded on, on, on the ways of God, well, I mean, literally by the Puritans, and yet, and you know, we, we've been blessed more than any other nation, but just like Israel, but just like ancient Israel, we have been falling away from God, yeah. and we've been calling evil good and good evil. We've been driving God 
out of the culture, out of the public square, out of yeah. government, out of the lives of our children, out of the schools. We have been promoting immorality. We've been calling what is evil good, and what is good we're calling evil. Yeah. And and you know and you know we'll, we never say we're worshiping Baal, but the, the point is we're it's the same principle. You know we're we're still we're following this this you know this the same principle or the same principality and what and the same way you know they offered up their children well mm-hmm. we've also been doing that now people say, yeah. how can you compare that well yeah they offered up thousands of their children on the altars we have offered up millions, millions of our yeah. children in abortion so so we're doing the mm-hmm. same thing is happening that's the culture where you're going to see the rise of this king that we know you know his original name is Ahab, and we know him as Ahab. Mm-hmm. And now here's the thing with that. Um, you have, and to set the stage for the, what we're going to see, is you, you mentioned Bill Clinton. Well, there comes this, this stage in the fall of Israel when the fall of the apostasy starts it starts uh, accelerating, and and they have this culture war where actually you have you have a king who rises up on the culture, and the and you're gonna have kings who are up from the throne are actually gonna be endorsing the worship of Baal, endorsing apostasy, endorsing endorsing sexual immorality, and endorsing the offering of children. Well, the king's name back then, and this is the first prototype. That's Ahab. Well, from in the modern time, America has the same thing. The the fall, the apostasy starts accelerating with with something what we call the culture war. Right. And, it, and it focuses on the man who is Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. The mystery of Bill Clinton is going to be Ahab. Bill Clinton is going to follow the pattern of the ancient king, not that he knows it, but he's going to do it. Well, well, how does that go? Well, Ahab came from a biblically-based culture, and, and Bill Clinton came from the Bible Belt, yes. and he knew about God. I mean, he was raised knowing about God, but he will, like Ahab, Ahab starts endorsing these ways that are against God, so Bill mm-hmm. Clinton will champion all these ways. He'll be the, as, as Ahab was the first king to champion Baal worship, that's child sacrifice, Bill Clinton becomes the first king to champion abortion. You know, yeah. the first, the first, um, first he told laws you know, protecting babies. He passed laws uh, making uh, it legal to sell body parts, which we we saw yeah. these horrible videos last uh, year before last, where people are swilling wine over lunch, talking about, "Oh, I'm going to get me a Lamborghini off of selling baby parts." That got started with the presidency of, of, of Bill Clinton and, and the marriage between him and the modern Jezebel. Well, that's it, it, exactly the case. The, what we are dealing with now really has its start or its acceleration from that time. That's the early 90s, and that's where we started talking about culture war. Well, that's what, I, it, you know, with ancient Israel, the culture got to, totally divided. Well, that, that's where it was from mm-hmm. there. And as you mentioned, you know, you mentioned before, even the temperament. What was the temperament of, of Ahab? Ahab was a man who goes back and forth. He's emotional. One moment he's repenting. Next moment he's trying to kill he'll kill. Elijah, mm-hmm. you know, he, he goes back and forth, wavers back and forth. Well, that was Bill Clinton. That's exactly, yeah. you know, he, and he's, he's a strategist. You, you, you write that yeah. Ahab yes. can think. He's he's morally weak, but he's a thinker, and that's Bill Clinton, that's morally right. weak, right. but a gifted politician. That's exactly exactly the case. And the thing is, as we know, you know, he he does not act. Ahab was not alone. And this is where we come. The, comes the next mystery in the paradigm. It's called. It's the chapter called the Queen. Mm-hmm. And this is where. And this is where we are going to have the next thing with Hillary Clinton. Well, her name in the in the, in the ancient case, her name is Isabel. We know her as Jezebel. She doesn't come from a conservative culture. She comes from a liberal cosmopolitan culture. She grows up in Phoenicia. That's that's urban. That's that's cosmopolitan. And it is liberal. They they have all sorts of things. So the, so Hillary Clinton is going to grow up not in the Bible Belt. She grows up in Chicago, liberal mm-hmm. culture. Well, Jezebel was the daughter of the the high priest of the goddess who called Astarte or Ashtoreth. So so she grows up, you know, worshiping female power. Well, so so Hillary Clinton's going to be going to be venerating her whole life female power, meaning mm-hmm. she's a radical feminist. And what happens is Je- Jezebel is going to move from Phoenicia to Israel. So so Hillary Clinton moves from from a, a liberal culture, she moves to the Bible Belt, a conservative culture. Yeah, with all you uh, Bible-toting, gunshot, uh, shotgun-toting uh, conservative that she would call a conservative hick and would look down her nose at them. 
Well, that's exactly what happened with Jezebel. She is going to, she, you know, she doesn't adapt to the new culture, her, her adopted culture. She sees conservative culture of Israel. She sees it as an obstacle that she has got to overturn. She sees mm-hmm. traditional values as something to war against. Well, that's exactly what happens with Hillary Clinton. She right. sees conservative values as something she's got to war against. She makes a famous statement. She's the one who says, deep-seated religious beliefs have to be changed. Yes, you Why? Did. So that abortion can expand. Now, I cannot think of a more Jezebelian statement than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's exactly what Jezebel does. She enters into a war to overturn traditional values, and she beca- Jezebel becomes the chief, the chief champion of Baal worship in Israel, so that means child sacrifice. Well, Hillary Clinton becomes the chief champion in America of abortion. In yeah. fact, she was voted, that's not, I mean, that's not opinion, she was voted by Planned Parenthood as to be the abortion champion, not of the not of the year, not of the decade, but of the century. Right. So together, as you know, Ahab and Jezebel form this co-regency. First time in Israel's history, the king and queen are a team, both ruling. Well, Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton become a team, become a co-presidency, together overturning traditional values, together part of the culture war, where we are to together champion, uh, champion child sacrifice. That is that is abortion. So everything, they follow it down to the T. Yeah. And folks, if you're just joining us, we have with us none other than Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, and we're discussing his latest book, The Paradigm. And lest you think this is the hatchet man beating up on Democrats again, uh, this gentleman, we are, we are quoting the Bible, and the book The Paradigm is very well sourced. Uh, there's a bibliography in the back of the book. And uh, But now, uh, Rabbi Kahn, uh, Hillary Clinton did exactly what Jezebel did in bringing the uh, the pagan goddesses. It, it says in the Bible that she had 450 of these people uh, eating at her table. And uh, Jean Houston and Marianne Williamson were literally brought into the White House by Hillary Clinton. Share with the audience what these two advisors to Hillary Clinton truly represent. Yeah, well, the thing is that that as you said, you know, you, you witness something that had never been done before in the culture where the king and queen, and particularly the queen, bring in these these pagan goddesses or, or the pagan god the priests of these goddesses and gods. And to note with this what was involved in that in that kind of religion, the religion of Jezebel. Well, you had not only goddess worship, you had consulting with familiar spirits, you had talking to the dead, you had all this going on. And now you have it going on in the palace. Well, well, that's exactly what happens in the Clinton years. I mean, it almost sound crazy that this could ever happen in America, but Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton, they, they bring in these people that you mentioned, Gene Houston particularly, and then others who are, who are as counselors, who are new age, uh, new age gurus. Actually, uh, Gene Houston is called the, uh, the high priestess of the goddess. So is the, so is Marianne Williamson. The mm-hmm. high, they're called priestesses. And what happens is Hillary Clinton has sessions in the White House particularly with Gene Houston, I mean, not just once, but several times continuously, where they're not just meetings, they're sessions, and what happens is uh, this woman, Gene Houston, who's this priestess, she has, she's leading these sessions which are channeling where they are speaking to the dead, where they are channeling, you know, dead people, where they are channeling spirits, where the first lady is actually become, is channeling under the direction of Gene Houston, um, the dead spirits, and they're, they, you know, they, they, you know, some of this leaked out at one point, and they tried yeah, to cover it, it up and say, they tried to cover it up saying it was brainstorming. No, this was not brainstorming. This was, these were these were sessions which dealt with paganism with with spirits and in fact Jean Houston the woman who was leading this with the first lady she wrote a book at the time and she describes the sessions that she leads and she says they are talking to the gods and talking to the goddesses and talking to the 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 dead or the familiar spirits. And when, when Jean Houston was leading these sessions, she was wearing an amulet around her neck with the, the image of a ancient, of an ancient goddess. And when she, she writes a book at the same time, when she's doing these sessions in the White House, she writes a book and where she endorses 
goddess worship, mm-hmm. and she and she specifically mentions the land of Phoenicia, which is the land of Jezebel, and she specifically mentions the goddess Astarte, which is the actual goddess that Jezebel worshipped. This was all going on in the White House. I mean, it sounds unbelievable, but it and all happened according to the paradigm. And it's in the Bible, folks. This is uh, this is just, this is not. Uh, Two arch conservatives beating up on Democrats. This, this folks, this it happened. It, it happened. happened. Okay, not only did it happen twenty five hundred years ago, it's it's happening, and the uh, the the accuracy and the sheer volume. There's as a matter of fact, there's so many things to get to. I'd, I'd like to move on to uh, the fact that these this culture of Jezebel uh, was there. There were two main components. It seemed from reading your book that. Uh, this this culture was 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 into uh, one was child sacrifice and the other is uh, sexual licentiousness in a very 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 extreme and even sex bending way where it and, and a lot of this got started in the Clinton administration and many people are upset today with what's happening but uh, I, you know I remember don't ask don't tell and saying to myself that's a toe in the sock. Okay, and little did I know, okay, um, where this would go. But it's it's all in the Bible. This is this is the culture of the pagan goddesses being brought into Israel, and and the culture of cosmopolitan cities like Chicago, uh, L.A., New York, being brought to the Bible Belt and then foisted onto the national stage. Am I overstating it? No, this this is this is another part of yo that is in this the paradigm that people may not realize. I mean, in in the Bible, when they when when they started getting Baal worship in the worship of Baal and and the Phoenician gods was involved sexual immorality where where first of all you had priests and priestesses who were engaging in sexual immorality as part of the worship so they're ha- they're doing it publicly so the first thing is that that their sexuality becomes something that's taken out of marriage out of the marital chamber and is put on the public display of culture become the culture as we said mentioned becomes sexualized well we we have that in America as we as America was falling away from God you have the sexual revolution that's the first part that you have sexual immorality Morality, you know, marriage is under attack. You have adultery, you have premarital sex, you have fornication, you have you have all that. I mean, that we, that's that's happening, but it's happening according to the ancient paradigm. But it's not just that. The priests of Baal, they were called. Some of them were called the Kadashim, and. It's in the Bible. You just don't see it in the unless you see the Hebrew. Kadashim were reveal. It's talking about male prostitutes. You had male men as women and yes. and performing this. And so what you have is now a confusion of gender. That's part of this mystery of ancient times. And and when a nation falls away from God, you have a confusion of gender. So now you have that. Right now you have gender under attack. It's not. It's the next stage of the sexual revolution. First you have the attack of marriage. Now you have the attack of gender. Men yes. as women, women as men, and all that, and and being championed from the public stage. So yes, that also began, you know, in the Clinton. Uh, you know, I mean, as far as a president, uh, Bill Clinton was the first president, and under Hillary Clinton, the first the first administration that began endorsing uh, the the promoting of homosexuality. And where we are dealing, we you know where what where it's gone to now began there. Yes. And you know, in actually, Bill Clinton, you know, made a statement. He said, "We are." redefining redefining the the unchangeable values that have guided us. I mean, how can you redefine something that's unchangeable? Right. But he says, we, we're redefining it. Well, that's what happened under under Ahab and Jezebel. That is what happened with Clinton. It all begins or accelerates. What we're dealing with now happened there just as it did with Ahab and Jezebel. Mm. And people don't realize that it's not new. It's not a new morality, really. It's an old morality, but we are reliving it. And so and so we got all that. And, and now here's another thing for people don't realize that in the paradigm one of the chapters is called the days of the king and the question is how long was a how long was bill clinton on the national stage well 
He entered the national stage in 1979 when he was elected governor of Arkansas for the first time. And he, he, he never left. He, he's, he, I mean, he was on the national stage all the way right from governorship to the presidency until his presidency ends in January 2001. So he got January 1979 to January 2001. How long is that? That's 22 years of Bill Clinton on the national stage. Well, open up the Bible to his ancient prototype, King Ahab, and you will find in there, it says, Ahab reigned in Samaria for a period of 22 years. The yes. exact same thing. And you're going to see this mystery. Those who are, yes. who are listening, they haven't read the, the paradigm yet. They're going to see that every single major leader is going to, in, uncan- eerily, going to follow the, not only the, 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 the prototype, not only the ancient mystery behind them, but even the days that they are given, they are numbered yeah. by the mystery of their prototype. And, and you folks out there listening, you remember that because in case we are not able to cover all of them, you you have to get this book because when he says all, he means all. Okay, I've read the book. All of them, the numbers correspond. It's just, it's. I've I found the sheer volume of corresponding facts to be overwhelming. It's, um, you know, now this this takes us to the nemesis, and and again, there's going to be a lot in here about names too. Ben Haydad and Ben Laden. So t- take it from there, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, they're referring to the chapter called the Nemesis. Nemesis means the enemy. And the thing is that in the days of the king, in the days of, of Ahab, there rises up an enemy of the nation, and he is going to threaten the nation. He comes from the Middle East, or he comes from the east of the nation. He, he speaks a Semitic tongue. He threatens the nation in a Semitic tongue, and, he, and his, his name, actually, well, well, even before that, at one point, he's, he's not going to threaten the nation. He's going to attack it. Yes. He's going to bring calamity on the nation, and his, 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 his name is Ben-Hadad. Now, now, here's the thing. In this instance of the, of the paradigm, this is going to even give the parameters of the name of the person in our time. What it means is that in, in the days of the Ahab of our time, which is, it would be the Bill Clinton years, in those days there will rise up a man from the East who will threaten America, become the arch enemy of America, threaten America with an attack, with destruction, and his name will begin with, the, you know, the, in the ancient tongue, you know, it, it, the first name of this guy, or the first name of his last name, is Ben, uh, ben or it's the same, it's Ben in Arabic, so you, it means you'll have an, a guy whose name will begin with Ben, well, you have somebody, and his name is Bin Laden. Yes. Bin Laden, the mystery of Bin Laden, is this ancient guy named Ben Haddad, and he will follow the mystery of it. He'll rise up in the east. He will threaten the nation with destruction, with invasion. Happened during the Clinton years. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, he will bring destruction on the nation. And even even this, in the, the paradigm, and this you can find it in the Bible, Ahab has the chance God delivers this, this, this enemy into the hands of Ahab. Ahab, instead of dealing with it, instead of uh, arresting him or eliminating him, he lets him go. Right. And because of that, it's going to bring destruction on the land, and God rebukes him. Well, With the, the prophet. Is, Elijah tells him. Well, yeah, it was a, yeah, yes. Well, there's, a, there's more than one prophet who rebukes him that he's going to be judged because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing is, well, could that have happened in the years of, of the Clintons? Could that happen? With, did, did Bill Clinton ever have the chance to do it? Well, the 9-11 Commission actually revealed that Bill Clinton or, the, or his administration had the chance to take out bin Laden and let him go instead, not once, but nine times. Right. And that would bring destruction on America. I mean, even that is, you know, we, it follows the same thing. But here's the thing. Not only that, but there's going to be a part of the paradigm, and this is one of the things you're referring to, which is, I mean, eerie, where it's going gonna, it's gonna to pinpoint, and this is to do with 9-11, and other things, it's going to pinpoint the exact days of what would happen in our lifetime and of the events and to, to to get there to set the stage on that one you know it, it begins with a scandal mm-hmm. and, and the thing is with Ahab 
the years of Ahab and Jezebel weren't just years of apostasy. They were years of personal scandal. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? It means that in the Clinton years, we're going to see not just moral apostasy. We're going to see personal scandal. And that scandal happens. And the scandal that that the biggest scandal, you know, in the in the Clinton years, there were many. The biggest one that leads to his impeachment is the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Now, now with they have in Jezebel, the scandal involves a a vineyard of a guy named Naboth. Mm-hmm. And 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 Jezebel and Ahab they end up killing the guy, bearing false witness. They take his his vineyard, and when they get to the vineyard, Ahab finds a surprise waiting for him. Elijah is waiting in the vineyard, and he rebukes him as you as you were alluding to, and he tells him basically that judgment's going to come on on the on his reign. It's going to come to an end. Well, the first thing is this. The 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 scandal of Ahab it involves the tribe of Levi. It's based on the tribe of Levi. I won't go into all the details, mm-hmm. but it, it, he breaks the law of the Levites and he dies in the city of the Levites. His reign comes to an end in the city of the Levites. Well, could a modern presidential scandal actually be linked to an ancient tribe of Israel? <laughs> well, here's the thing: yes. from the name from the name Levi, this ancient tribe. You get the name, comes the name Levin. From Levin comes the name Lewin. From Lewin comes the name Lewinsky. Mm. Lewinsky, the scandal of the, of, the, of the days of Clinton, actually comes, the name comes from the tribe of Levi, the same tribe that's right. linked to the fall of Ahab. And so it's linked to the fall of Bill Clinton. And, and actually, Monica Lewinsky is a Levite. He is a Levite, right. So he defiles an actual Levite, whether she recognizes herself as a Levite or not. She is one. Yeah. And, and you know, with, with Ahab, he, he, he desecrates the law of the Levites. You know, Clinton defiles an actual Levite. I mean, I mean it's crazy, but it's yeah. real. And here's the other thing, is when, did, when was the scandal in Ahab's time? When was it exposed by Elijah? Well, it happened in the 19th year of King Ahab. You can put the—people you can, people can go to the Bible, they can put it together. It's the 19th year of Ahab when he came on the stage. Well, Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. we said, came on the stage in, 19, in, in 1979. At 19 years, where does it take you? Takes you—the 19th year is 1998. Mm-hmm. Is that significant? 1998 is the year that the Clinton—that that the scandal is exposed in, in the years of the Clinton. It's the greatest scandal comes then, and actually, if you take it by the actual— the actual month that Clinton came to power, it takes you to January 1998, which is the actual month mm-hmm. that the scandal is revealed. But it gets even more like mind-boggling or eerie because here's here's what happens now: at the at when you know when 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 Ahab comes to the vineyard, as we said, uh, Elijah exposes the the scandal. Well, what happens? Well, well, you know, the Ahab repents. I mean, it's temporary, but he repents for a for a time, and God says, "Okay, because Ahab repented, I'm gonna I'm gonna delay the judgment that's gonna come on his house and come on the nation. I'm I'm gonna delay it. And how long was it? It was for three years. It was delayed. Wow. So you got the king's repentance. Then you have a three year period. Then you have a calamity that comes on the nation. So. First question, did Bill Clinton ever repent of the scandal? The answer is he did. He did. I mean, first he denied it for months, but then he, at a White House gathering, prayer gathering, he, he repents. He says, I've sinned, and, you know, this is my repentance, and he, 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 he speaks words of repentance. Well, well, if we can find out when, what day it happened, what can we have a mystery here? Well, we know the the day it happened. If you add three years to the day, you got King's repentance. Add three years to the day. Will it take you to any significant day? Will it take you to any calamity? Well, here's what happens. If you take the day of the King's repentance, Bill Clinton in the White House, add three years, it takes you to one particular day. What day is it? The day is. September 11th, 2001, the day of the calamity on the nation, the exact day of 9-11. And not only that, you know, when was the repentance? It will happen in the morning. So it takes you to the morning of 9-11. That's when it all happened. In fact, the, the... 
the the event began in the White House at 8:30. Well, 8:30 marks the time, the the hour when it happens. If you add a few minutes, 9/11 begins. And when did Clinton repent? Well, it happened between nine and ten o'clock. Well, nine and ten o'clock is the peak of 9/11. And and does the White House event actually contain 9/11? Well, it it ends at 10:30. Well, go fast forward three years later, takes you to 10:30 on September 11th, 9/11, and 10:30. The one one minute before nine eleven ends at ten twenty nine. Yeah, I mean, so it's a it's mind boggling. Yeah, that, this is what this. I mean, folks. This I mean, September eleventh, uh, nineteen ninety eight. Okay, yeah, I mean, right. wow, September eleventh, nineteen ninety eight. And if you're just joining us, folks, we have none other than Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. We're discussing his latest book, The Paradigm: uh, The Ancient Blueprint That Holds the mysteries of our times. And, and folks, it's fascinating. And you have to get this book. And if you've missed the early part of the interview, um, we, you know, just to catch you guys up, uh, we, we, we're comparing King Ahab and Jezebel and Ben Hadad of the Book of Kings in the Old Testament. And it's fascinating, folks, the number of parallels with Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, and Osama bin Laden. And, folks, we're just getting started. <laughs> um, yes, yes. So now yeah. we we have, uh, you have uh, the name Lewinsky. You have, uh, you know, the, the, the Lewinsky scandal got exposed because of Whitewater, which was uh, real estate and the uh, the uh, the vineyard of Naboth you can read about in the Bible that was real estate and oh, oh, uh, yeah. I mean so I mean even the oh, name yeah. and and you you yeah. have uh, Naboth whose name means fruits got killed Vince Foster whose name means keeper of the forest uh, Whitewater was a forest I mean. How I mean, how do yeah. you do this, sir? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, God did it, you know, and 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 because God, is, you know, and the main thing is be, behind everything. As we said, you know, that's what the paradigm is saying is. Aside from the warning, aside from identifying where we are, aside from it's going to also give us keys, and we'll get to it. Give it, you know, how to how to respond to this, how to live here. But it's saying that God's in charge. I mean, it, it, this is real stuff. I mean, and you, when you were just referring to, you know, that that it, you know that you got you got the king and queen. They, you know, and this is the paradigm. They are, and this is from Ahab and Jezebel. They they take real estate unlawfully, and it involves the death of a man, as you said. And the name of the man is linked to the land that they took, the land of the scandal. Well, you have the two. And this is not saying what, regardless of what Bill Clinton or Hillary Clinton had to do with this or not. I mean, what they did or not. The point is, you've got another scandal, and as you, it, as you said, it's the land. It concerns with the, it concerns how the land was taken legally, un, illegally, right? And it concerns the death of you have Vince Foster. Vince Foster is linked to the land, just like Naboth was linked to the land. He yeah. was actually represented the king and queen with the land and you know he was representing uh, the Clintons and he 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 dies and as you said the, the you know the name is like you know the, each one the, the in the first scandal it's a vineyard so that has to do with fruits and so you, the name of the guy as you said Naboth means fruits well this land Whitewater wasn't a, a vineyard Whitewater was forest land and so Vince Foster Foster meets the keeper of the forest yeah. I mean, who can come and up I with look it? these things up I'm reading this and everything I read I look up Okay, and not not that I don't trust you, but I learned to do that very early in I'm my glad career. You do that. Okay, I'm glad you do that. <laughs> and, I would hope everybody did that. Yeah, I would. Well, you know, I've got burned very early in my career uh, a few times, but not not in not in the last eight or nine years. Okay, but um, it's it's just fascinating. And another thing too that um, again uh, the the Levite um, Monica Lewinsky. And the land that that is violation of the Levitical law as well, because the um, Naboth wanted to keep the land because it was his inheritance and the king wanted to take his inheritance and wanted him to dishonor the memory of his father by giving away what his father gave him. That, that's right. That's right. You have you have you know it, the fall of Ahab in many ways 
begins. I mean, well, it's named it's, with greed, it's covetousness. And, and, yeah, and and yeah, the breaking of the Ten Commandments. Well, certainly Bill Clinton broke several of the Ten Commandments in the scandals, and and it involves the 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 breaking or desecrating of the Levitical law, and it ends up he's gonna he's gonna die in a in a place called Ramoth Gilead, which is the city of the Levites. So it begins with a the the, the Levites ends with the Levites, and by we we even get to this. And I'll just mention this before we we're gonna. It's, by the way, the paradigm is gonna go from we, we're starting with the Clintons, but it's gonna go through everything up to Donald Trump. And the thing and the thing is that that even the days you know it gives the days that you know that Ahab will have until the end of his reign, because before he dies, well, well, the paradigm. If you take if you take another date in the paradigm, won't go through it. But you take another date. Actually, the, the date that the Lewinsky scandal is exposed, the day of the day it breaks forth to the world. You take that and you add three years. It's also linked to the mystery of Elijah and Ahab. Add three years, it gives you the exact date that the Clinton years come to an end on that date, January 20th. I mean, so everything is there. And, wow. and, speaking, and speaking of the end, well, this is, what happens after this? Well, well, you know, when in the, you know, people think that with Ahab and Jezebel, that, you know, Ahab's reign comes to an end, and so does Jezebel. Not what happens. Ahab's reign comes to an end. Jezebel continues on on the political stage. So what does that mean? Well, it means that the Clinton years come to an end, and what it means is that, but but Hillary Clinton will continue on on the political stage apart from her husband, and that's exactly what happens with Hillary Clinton. Yeah, and it, I mean it's never happened with any any first lady. I mean, it happens for the first time, but that's in the paradigm. Yeah, she continues on, and what happens with Jezebel? She continues on. In the halls of power, she's not the queen anymore. She's the former queen, former first lady. But she continues on in the halls of power and in the capital city. Well, that's exactly what happens with Hillary Clinton. She continues on as senator in the halls of power. Of course, she she's doing it because I mean she's gonna she's gonna want to become the the leader of the land. And, mm-hmm. and 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 if Jezebel could have done it, she also would have become the, she also would have become the king if she could have. I mean, if she could yeah. because because actually in the paradigm, you know, she has a daughter who marries the kings in the in the southern kingdom, and that's exactly what will happen. That queen will take over. So so you got that, and then and and you know what happens during those years? You have. Jezebel continues, you know, with her policy of child sacrifice, bail worship. She never repents, and so Hillary Clinton still stays as the chief advocate of abortion in America. She mm-hmm. she votes for 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 a partial birth abortion. I mean, horrible thing, you know, and all that. And then at one point, she's going to try to become the. Well, Hillary Clinton is going to try to become the the leader of the land first in two thousand eight, but according to the paradigm, it doesn't go to Jezebel. It's going to go to a younger man, and that is going to open up the mystery of of Barack Obama, the next mystery of the world. Wow. And, and, you know, and that's going to follow a man called, the mystery of Barack Obama is the mystery of the man called Joram, King Joram. Yeah. Now, what do we know about him? Joram... He he uh, he is going to follow in the footsteps of Ahab, meaning he's going to follow the policies. He's the, he's the heir. In the book, he's called the heir, and then he's going to follow. His policies will follow the same policies that were of the in Ahab's time. Well, well, the same with Barack Obama. He's going to follow the the policies of the Clinton years. I mean, we know that he mm-hmm. followed the same thing when whether it has to do with and puts abortion. it on steroids. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know that, that's that's yes. I mean, yeah. Clinton says, "Don't ask, don't tell." Obama says, "We're gonna make the uh, Secretary of the Army an open homosexual." It's just, it's it's mind-boggling the speed with which the the deconstruction of uh, civil society and as you as you eloquently point out in the book, the war between the two sides in the culture. Yes. It will, you, no matter what you do, you take it on abortion, and so you know. Take, well, take it on on gay marriage. Yeah, yeah, that goes. Take it on abortion begins with the Clinton uh, Clinton years as far as the first leaders to endorse it from the. Well, well, Obama takes it too. I mean, everything. Oh, you know, Hillary Care becomes Obamacare. Everything. Yeah, well, everything. That's the, that's the that's the mystery of the era. And, and I'll t- here's another thing. You know, you mentioned about temperaments. Well, even that. I mean, I, we didn't mention the temperament. We we mentioned of Ahab. What about Jezebel? Well, Jezebel's temperament is very different from. 
may have. She's 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 hard. She's got a hard personality. She she's she's not trusted by the people. She is you know very ambitious for power. She's vindictive. I mean, she's the one who hunts down the prophets. Well, you you got this. Everything about yeah. this has been said about Hillary Clinton. Everything. She's got a temper. You know. Well, everything. Yeah. You know, and that's Hillary. Well, Hillary yeah, went after all the women. Hillary Hillary ran the bimbo eruption squad. Hillary, many women have testified that after Bill savaged them, Hillary Clinton threatened them. And yeah. I mean, and in uh, in the case of Naboth's vineyard, it was Jezebel. It was it was it was Ahab that wanted the vineyard. It was Jezebel that set up the killing of Naboth and got the vineyard. It, I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, she, folks, you got to yeah. get this book, The Paradigm. It's uh, wow. That's, yeah, that's, and and and, that, and taking it now to what about the air? What about o, o Joram or Obama? Well, Joram's personality is different. Joram's, Joram is not like Ahab. Where you know Ahab is all over the place. He's emotional. He's back and forth. Well, that was Clinton. Well, Jordan's personality is much more a cooler temperament than that's Obama. But his 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 whole his whole um, you know his personality and his his administration. This is Jordan is known for its hostility to God and the and the people of God. And that's Jordan exactly that. And the thing is now here's another thing. How long was Barack Obama on the national stage? Well, we know it's an exact point. We know when he rose. It was that Democratic convention. It was overnight. I mean, mm-hmm. it was, nobody knew him, really, outside of Chicago. Nobody knew him. And all of a sudden, overnight, he is launched onto the national stage. And, and then, you know, within, within a few months, he becomes senator. And then within, within two years, he's running for president. Four years, he's president. And so when did that happen? When did he come on the national stage? It was the year 2004. That's when that speech was made. Mm-hmm. Democratic convention. How long did it last? His last year as president lasted, it was 2016, as we know. So how many years? 2016 minus 2004 comes out to 12 years. We've got 12 years of Barack Obama. Well, what happens if you open the Bible to his prototype, Joram? It is written, Joram reigned in Samaria for a period of 12 years. The exact same thing. In fact, in fact, when Obama spoke at the the Democratic Convention, um, you know, to nominate Hillary Clinton, he he spoke on the, you know, his first words of his speech were, 12 years ago today. It was actually on the exact day. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got all that. But not only that, you know, we, you know, we mentioned that, you know, this mystery, this, this other guy, which was Bin, Bin Haddad, which is Bin Laden, the nemesis. Well, he rises in the Clinton years, but what happens to him after he brings destruction on, on Israel? He attacks Israel. What happens? You know, when, when, when 9-11 happened, Everybody thought, you know, they're going to capture Obama, Osama right away, and that would be it. You know, mm-hmm. well, that's not what happened. The, 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 what happened is they couldn't find him for years and years. The, the, the trail went dead. Well, well, the, the paradigm contained the whole mystery because, first of all, according to the paradigm, you know, there it's it, it's going to give the time period. It's going to give actually what's going to happen to Bin Laden because, according to the paradigm, the ancient nemesis after he he brings destruction, he is going to be assassinated. That's what happened to Bin Laden. He'd be assassinated. How would it happen? He would be assassinated while he was lying. I mean, the assassination would begin while he's lying in bed. Mm-hmm. Well, Bin Laden's assassination would begin while he was lying in bed. And the assassin in the paradigm, in the ancient times, would enter the bedroom and then kill the nemesis in his bedroom. Well, what happened with Bin Laden? They enter, the assassin enters his bedroom, and he, he is executed in his bedroom. That's how it happens. Same thing. But it even gives the time when it's going to happen. According to the paradigm, it's going to happen not in the reign of Ahab, but it's going to happen in the reign of Joram. So that means it's going to happen in the reign of Obama. And it's mm-hmm. going to happen, and, and I didn't even mention Three that, leaders know, later, three, the, the third king. Yes, the third king. Yeah, skips and, over and Bush. It, yeah, and the third king. And I didn't mention this, but when, when Joram comes to the throne, he, he's not alone. He, he's, at the, he's, at, he's in the throne with, with the former First Lady Jezebel. Well, that's exactly what happens with, with Obama. He comes to the White House, not alone, but with, for the first time in history, with the former First Lady, Hillary yeah, Clinton. Secretary and of State. During the, <laughs> during the time when they're together, that's, you know, when, when Bin Laden is, when, when actually the ancient nemesis is assassinated, 
you know, you have Joram, the king, with the, with Jezebel in the palace. Well, that's exactly, you remember those famous pictures when Bin Laden is assassinated. You got Obama, and you have you have Hillary Clinton together there, and it even gives the the the, the year because according to the paradigm, it'll after the nemesis brings destruction on the land, there will be ten years. He will have ten years to live, and then he will be assassinated in the tenth year. Mm-hmm. Well, take take the take the. That means 9-11, that's 2001, add 10 years, takes you to the year 2011, the 10th year, and that's the year bin Laden is assassinated. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, and I have you counted exactly how many parallels? Because, I mean, it seems to me like dozens. I mean, with a big fat S yeah, on the end. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, there is too many. I, I lost count. <laughs> no, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Now, let, let's 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 get to okay. Yep. We so we've we've covered Ahab and Jezebel, Bill and Hillary. We've covered Bin Laden and Ben Hadad. All this is in the Bible, folks. Uh, Joram, the third king, because the uh, Ahab and Jezebel had a son who was king for only two right. years. So that would have been uh, Bush. It skips over Bush and and gets yep. to that third king. So now, now we're we're up to the uh, the warrior yep. that comes in because as you and 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 as you write, yep. I'm thinking, wow, this is so fascinating yeah. because you use words that I've been using for years and 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 saying how this is this if we don't have something big to happen, this could become permanent. This falling away from yeah. God in yeah. our society. So. Uh, you know, tell the folks, you yeah. know, what the paradigm has to say about, yes. you know, the, exactly uh, the, the the warrior that that comes and 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 and, and the, the again the temperament of this man. Yeah, well, the first, what you just said was, I mean, exactly, and what you said, you be, what you've been saying is exactly parallel. The the overall, the big picture is the nation in ancient Israel comes to a crossroads, a critical crossroads, where if the house of Ahab continues in power, it's going to be sealed. The apostasy is going to be sealed. Uh, religious freedom is going to be gone. They're going to be persecuting the people of God. Uh, it's going to be over for the nation. Well, we yes. are at a crossroads in this last election. Um, this is 2016, where where if we had gone the other way, if it had gone to the, the Democratic candidates, and by the way, it's not about parties, it's not about people, but it's about the issues, and, that, and so it involves parties, it involves it, but that, it's the issues. If, the, if, the, if, this, if they had won, if Hillary Clinton had won, we would have been, it would have sealed it. It would have sealed the Supreme Court, it would have sealed the direction, it would have sealed religious freedom, all that. Yes. And, and it would have been over. And the thing is, this was the election where the Democratic Convention was the most brazen in history. I mean, it was celebra- It was a celebration of abortion. Literally, yeah. they were. They were. They were. They were like they were rejoicing over the killing of babies for the first time in their history. This was the the uh, the election where they promised to strike down the Hyde Amendment, which has been mm-hmm. in place since the 1970s, which which would mean that we would all be directly directly funding the killing, the murder of children. Yeah. And this is the election where Hillary Clinton made that statement. It was actually her first speech after she announced her candidacy. First speech, she says. Deep-seated religious beliefs have to be changed right. so that abortion can expand. So, so you got all that. Now that's what happened with ancient Israel. You got the nation at a yeah. crossroads, and, what, and just and, then you've got a you got a surprise. Mm-hmm. You, and and in, in the book, he's called the warrior. A man rises up to power. He is not a he is not a politician. His name is Jehu. Jehu is going to be the mystery of Donald Trump, and Donald Trump's going to follow the power. You want to understand Donald Trump? Jehu. Mm-hmm. Jehu is, as we said, he's not, he's not of the royal family, so he's not a politician. Donald Trump's not a politician. Jehu is a warrior. He's a, warrior. He's a fighter. Well, Donald Trump is a fighter. He fights with everybody. Yeah. I mean, I believe in some way, you know, you know there's got to be a thing in that, you know, in the Hebrew that, you know, Jehu had a Twitter account, but I can't prove it. So, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, so, so you got all that, and you got and Je- what kind of what kind, now? Let's go. What you were saying what kind of temperament is is Jehu? Jehu is 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 wild. He's he's wild. Donald Trump is wild. Jehu is unpredictable. Donald Trump is unpredictable. Jehu is is you know he's even. I mean, you could say Jehu is is violent. I mean, because he he just goes all over. Well, Donald Trump is you know is is again unpredictable. He, he nothing stops him. You know, just like yeah, Jehu, but he's and, focused. He's not. Not a man of faith, but he's a man of strategy and conquest, as you write. He is 
yep, he is strategic. I mean, on one hand, he's unpredictable. He's a man of speech. Exactly. And and what happens, you know, what happens now? That a, a Jehu is going to shake up the status quo. He's going to come out of nowhere. going to shake up the political Well, that's exactly what happened with Donald Trump. And, what, and Jehu, you know, is anointed. He's anointed by the prophet to become king of Israel and to fight the house of Ahab. So, so he gets onto a, gets in his chariot, begins a race to the throne. Well, Donald Trump begins a race to the White House, and here's the thing. I mean, you know, here's the thing. What happens when Don, when when Jehu is riding on in that chariot, his race, the watchman sees him coming and says, I, you know, says basically, I, I don't know who it is, but his driving is like that of Jehu, for he driveth furiously. Yes. Uh, you want to describe I mean, the, <laughs> yeah, crazy. I mean, it's like, you know, we want to describe the race of Donald Trump furiously, and the, and the Hebrew gets even deeper. The Hebrew word is shagah, and that means crazily. Well, that race wow. is crazy. I mean, and, and actually, in some of your Bibles, I mean, you can look it up. I mean, you can go to the Bible. Some of the Bibles actually say he, he drives like a madman. Like a madman, well, yeah. Well, you have a place in here where you have all the different um, um, the different interpretations. One says madman. One says lunatic. I'm reading right from your book. One <laughs> says irrationally. One says impetuously. You know, the pace of him who is coming is like the pace of Jehu, the son of Nimshi, for he comes impetuously. I mean... Every single thing. I mean, that's exactly it. You know, and you got to say God has a sense of humor too. But anyway, yeah. that's exactly it. Exactly. It. So, and the thing is that even though Jehu drives crazily, he gets there. It's the yes. so even though Donald Trump was a crazy race, he gets there. And what happens when he gets there? Well, when he gets to the royal city, he gets there, and and the thing is that it's actually revealed at that time. It's revealed that Jehu originally he was in the vineyard with with Ahab. Originally, he was on the wrong side of the culture war. And Donald yeah. Trump, even that, he was on he was a friend of of the Clintons. He was right. on the wrong side. Originally he was he was pro abortion, but he changed. Well well Jay who originally was pro pro uh, pro killing children because he was because he was fighting for the kingdom of Baal. He was one of Yeah, he was a Baalite. Yeah he, so I he, mean it's he, 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 but he changed, and yeah. he came, and now he's for. He, now he's against Charles Douglas. Same with Donald Trump. Mm. And the thing is, he, he gets to the capital city, or he gets to the royal city, and what happens there? It becomes a showdown between between. Now listen, it's between the the warrior and the former first lady. So so what happens in America? It becomes a showdown between Jehu and Jezebel. It becomes a showdown between Donald Trump. And Hillary Clinton. That's exactly what happens. It wow. becomes a showdown. I mean, I mean, and and you know, remember everybody was saying that you know Hillary's going to win, win the the you know Democrats are going to trounce Donald Trump. Well, everybody's <laughs> saying that, but the paradigm was saying no. It went right. the warrior comes head to head with the former first lady. It will be the warrior who will be, end up triumphant. That's mm-hmm. exactly what happens. Becomes the downfall of Hillary Clinton, and it becomes the downfall of Jezebel. And I mean, and if you remember, I mean, even this, you know, remember that that you know, on that day of her downfall, she's dressing herself up. You know, Hillary. I mean, I mean, Jezebel is dressing herself up mm-hmm. as a queen. You know, she, and and, on, and and we get from the Hebrew that she undoubtedly she put on her crown. Well, well, if you remember on the day of the election, Hillary Clinton was preparing her own coronation, you know, yes. you know fireworks, but it becomes <laughs> her, down, her downfall instead. And, and here's the thing, how long were the, the years, how long was Hillary Clinton on the national stage? Well, she comes with her husband in 1979, becomes First Lady of Arkansas, goes all the way to First Lady of, Amer- of America. La- that, part, that phase with her husband lasts until 2001 January. That's 22 years as with her husband on the national stage, First Lady. Well, and then what happens after that? Hillary Clinton is on the stage alone, her solitary, for how many years? Well, well, she's, she's a senator for, for eight years, Secretary of State four years. That's, that's 12 years. Then she retires from public life for two years, comes back on the national stage for two more years to run for president. How many years? Four, so it adds up to 14 years alone, 22 years with her husband. How long was Jezebel on the national stage with her husband? She was on the stage for 22 years 
alone, she was on the stage for 14 years. Wow. Same exact thing. Exact yeah. thing. Now, what happens when, when Jehu gets to the capital city? Well, what he does, first of all, what he does is he destroys the temple of Baal that Ahab built. So that means he comes against, that's, that's child sacrifice. He mm-hmm. comes against child sacrifice. What's the first thing that Trump does on the national, when he gets there? He gets on the, onto the capital city. He signs the executive orders against abortion. Mm-hmm. And he, he vows that he's going to fight abortion. And, and the thing is that, and, and, and basically, Jehu is going to defund abortion because Jehu is going to defund state sacri- state support for the priest of Baal. Mm-hmm. And not only that, and you know, now, now here's another thing. I mean, this is a mind-boggling. You know, could it actually be, could, does there, could there actually exist a temple of Baal in the world? Well, actually, yes. there, there has existed a <laughs> temple of Baal. It has stood for 2,000 years in the Middle East. 2,000 years! But the paradigm says when the when the warrior comes to the comes to power comes to rise, begins to rise, the temple of Baal will fall. Well, when Donald Trump began his race to power, two months later, the temple of Baal fell to the earth. Mm-hmm. I mean, who could put that together? I mean, great. Yeah. You know, and so, and and there's now there's so much. Of, I know we don't have time so much, but I'll just say this: a few things. One is the paradigm will also get to the future. And it gives keys about what will happen. Where are we? And that's a good, yeah, that's a good thing to close out with because that was going to be my next question. Where do we go from here? What's the, you know, what's the takeaway, you know, other than, yeah, for me, the takeaway is that, uh, you know, the the years of dust that uh, grew on my Bible, (laughs) you know, (laughs) shame on me, okay? I mean, it's just literally only been in the last, um, you know, maybe seven or eight years. Um, well, maybe a little longer than that, but in in the last ten years that I knocked the dust off my Bible, and many people that are listeners to my program, one of the prime uh, demographics that I try to go after is uh, Christians who uh, you know were reared in Christ like I was, but have fallen away like I did, and folks. Open your Bible in the book of Kings, and this if this does not make you realize uh, that there is something special. I mean, if a person had never heard of a Bible, but they um, you were to tell them this story today, they would swear that someone wrote it last week. <laughs> Am I overstating it, sir? No, no, no. Listen, listen, down to the dates, yeah. And, down to and, the dates, yes. Yeah, and, and I'll say this, you know, it's, you know, not that— you know, I mean, there's a whole there's a whole section in the book um, called about the harbingers of days to come. What are the keys? What there's a warning in there because because our hope is not it's not about Donald Trump. It's our hope is in God. You know, and, and Jehu was a man. You know, Jehu did good, but he also you know it was it wasn't the answer. The answer was I'll I'll, I'll do this. I won't I can't go into all the, the time we have the detail of the future. But mm-hmm. We have a thing on that, but here but there is a very a very important thing. There's a there's a chapter at the end called the Elijah paradigm, and mm-hmm. that's it. What do we do? See, because because here's the thing. The, here's where you are right now. The, the significance of Jehu was that he, what he opened a window. If it was, if he didn't, if he didn't come to power, it would have been over. And right. So he opened. It wasn't about Jay. It wasn't about Jehu, but it was that Jehu was used by God, despite himself, was used by God to keep the window open so for the people of God to have freedom. It was a it was a reprieve. It was a temporary reprieve for the nation and for the people of God. So, so because the answer was revival. The only way that that nation would have been saved is if there was revival. Well, that's where we are right now. Trump, the point of Trump was, it is a reprieve. It is a time. We have a, a period of time. We got a window of time where we there must be revival. If there is not revival, it's over. Right. And so this is the time we have, the time we have now to pray for revival, to, to not just pray for revival, live in revival. Yes. Revival starts with us. And not be, and the other thing is that it's not, you know, this is not the time to be timid. You know, this is not the time right. to be Right, yeah. Chet, this is the time yeah. To be bold. Why, right. You know, the 
the paradigm actually has a paradigm inside the paradigm for the people of God, and it, with the keys of how to live now, how to be success, how to prevail now, how to be victorious now in the culture in your life, and that is that is the Elijah paradigm. See, Elijah was Elijah was not a timid guy. He was not he was not compromised. He was not of the status quo. Elijah was radical. Elijah was revolutionary. And this is time. This, the, the days for being status quo are over. We are in the Elijah days, and that is that if you know if Ahab and Jezebel are on the throne, if, if we've got days of immorality, then it's time for Elijah. And so the people of God, this is what we have to be. This, this is the time to be strong, to be radical, to become re- more re- revolutionary, mm-hmm. to be bold, to be all out. See, if the dark is getting darker, it's time the lights get brighter. Right. And, you know, this could be the greatest time for us. You know, if, if these are, you know, if it says the eyes of God search the entire earth, looking for the one whose heart is completely his. He'll, he'll anoint that one. Well, if we stand at this time, if, if we get, if we live strong, bold, strong, God will anoint us. God will bring revival. But the key is, if my people who are called by my name, if my people, the key is if, and the key is my people. So mm-hmm. here's the thing. If, if we will live this way, you know, you know, if these are the days of Elijah, then it's time that we, the people of God, and I mean everybody who's listening, it's time that we start becoming the Elijahs of the day. Amen to that, brother. Yes, sir. And uh, it's this, I mean, I just cannot say enough, folks. You all have to get this book. Um, and and also, please share with the folks. Your, I went to your website, and it's, it, you do, you do you. the Lord's work, you know. And I've been saying it for years, folks, that if you open up your Bible and uh, to the book of Isaiah and you read about the watchman on the wall, those who will not keep silent, ye who make mention of the Lord, keep, you know, keep not silent. If that's not your preacher, you're in the wrong church. And I don't mind saying that. If that, I mean, the, 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 the days of Reverend Chickenfoot that just wants to preach to the choir, I think that's what you're saying by the, these are the days of Elijah. We need yeah. to come out of the prayer closet. I, yeah. You know, I love prayer as much as the next person, but we have to engage the culture because we have a lot of uh, holy ground that we've seeded that we have to take that holy ground back. I mean, education, Hollywood, uh, the university, um, yeah, marriage, even simple things like boys are boys and girls are girls. Yeah. We have to take that back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, these could be, you know, you know. I mean, we think about, you know, people are sometimes, they're afraid and they're, they don't open their mouth. And many of the, many major pastors are not doing that. I mean, I mean, they're, I mean, I mean, they're, they're timid. And, and that, that's not, you know, and, and here's the thing, you know, it, you know, you ask, ask, you have to ask yourself, how did we get where we are? I mean, if we're the light of the world, if we're the light of America, how did America get so dark? You know, we couldn't have been what we were supposed to be, you know, you know, so it, it, if, if we're the, if we're the salt of the earth, Earth, how did it get so rotten? You know, if we're the salt, well, we got to do our job. And the yes. thing is that don't fear these days. Don't fear the end times. Don't fear it because you know God has called us for this day. And it's it's the days of Elijah. It's the days of Jeremiah. You know, they lived in a culture that knew God, but then turned against God and mm-hmm. turned against them. Well, that's you know we got an. It's an honor. It's a privilege that we can live in these days. That we can stand with Jesus. We can stand with God at a time when it may not be popular. Well, with a minority that. That is an honor. That's the same days that Paul lived in. You know, but they turned the world upside down. Yes. So these could be the greatest. These are biblical. You know, people say, I wish I could live in Bible times. You Congratulations. Do. <laughs> You're living in Bible times. But li- so live biblically. Live like yeah. a Bible character. And it's exciting. God will anoint you. you know? Amen. You know, it's, never, it's, never o- it's never over with God. You know? Amen. So, so you go and God will lift you up. Yeah. And I'll just say if it's okay, and I appreciate you please, asking. Please do. But if, yeah, if they do want to get in touch? We give prophetic updates, and we we, we give you know it's, we send out free gifts and, and all these things of prophecy and how to live. And if they want to get in touch, it's simply they got to remember the the uh, ministry is Hope of the World. So the, all you got to do is remember hopeoftheworld.org. It's there. Hopeoftheworld.org will send you free gifts, and you'll be very blessed. Um, and for the paradigm, it's available everywhere. You know, from Walmart to yes. Amazon, everywhere. So yes. you know, I, I even on my you. website, you can get it. Oh, great! <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. So listen. Thank I just and again thank you so much. Uh, I've I've not I've not looked forward to an interview like I have with yours for a very long time, and oh. it's a true honor. 
You are a true man of God. And I just pray that the Heavenly Father would continue to bless you, edify you, lift you up, uh, undergird you. you, and that uh, you would conquer every place where your foot shall trod. Thank you so much, and 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 likewise. And you, I can tell you're a man of God and very and uncompromised. I, I try thank, my best. <laughs> you are, and thank you. And listen, it was a joy to do this with you. I mean, uh, you know, to have somebody of a like mind, you know, with us, it was a joy. Um, and you stay strong too. And I want to encourage your listeners that you you talk about pastors. You know, you've got a man here who is obviously who is who is uh, there's no compromise here, and who is speaking it as it is, and is is speaking it as a watchman on the walls. So thank you in yeah. every way. It was a joy. Okay, same here, sir. Well, anyway, be blessed and. Uh...